problema ni Pastor Melchor. 100 pesos lang ang pera niya. Kulang. Kulang. Hindi niya mababayaran lahat, tama? Paano ngayon yun? May matitira. O pag namatay ka at may natira pa, sa ka pupunta? Doon ka muna mag-waiting period sa purgatory. Pero ito ngayon ang sistema. Pastor Melch, kawawa ka naman. Wala kang pambayad eh. Si Pastor Alec mayaman yan eh. Sobra yung pera niya sa pambayad niya sa sarili niyang kasalanan. Pwede niyang bayaran yung sayo. Wow. So, Pastor Melch, mangutang ka muna kay Pastor Thank you, Pastor Alex. Uh, mangutang ka muna. Kasi maraming pera si Pastor Alex eh. Kaya niya magbayad. Maski na limang taong may kasalanan, kaya niyang bayarin <laughs> Kasi kung ako yung pare, kung ako yung bangko, ako yung bangko, ano ba naman ang mapapala ko kung magkakautang sa akin si Pastor Melchor na walang pambayad? Ngayon, kung makonvince mo yung may taong may pera na bayaran yung utang mo, for the bank, mas okay yun, di ba? Kasi may, may pumapasok. Okay. So ang nangyari tuloy sa indulgence, hindi lang ito na pwede mong bayaran yung kasalanan mo, Pwede mo bang bayaran yung kasalanan ng iba? So tuloy, naging pera-pera. Tama? Sino ang maraming... So ito, tapos ito pa. Nasabihin ni Pastor Alex. Pwede mo ba mag-advance? Pwede ba mag-advance? Para yung kasalanan na baka magawa ko next year. Pwede ko naman bayaran yun. <laughs> Siyempre, Pastor kung, Alex, i-advance mo na rin ako. I-advance mo na rin ha. Siyempre, kung ako yung bangko, sasabihin ko kay Pastor Alex, uy, okay yon Bayaran mo na yung next year. Actually, Pastor Alex, meron tayong promo. May promo tayo. Alam mo kung babayaran mo yung 5 years in advance, 5 years in advance, 50% discount. Wow. Okay yun, ha? Imagine mo yun. So ngayon, imbis na... <laughs> 5,000 yung kailangan mong ibayad. 5,000 na lang. 2,500. So, ngayon ang tanong. Who, is, who benefits from this system? Sino lang ang pwedeng makabili ng indulgence na pambayad sa kasalanan para mapatawad ka ng pare? Sino lang? E di yung may pera. Kung wala kang pera, kawawa ka. Ngayon siya ka na lang. Maski na maram, maski na konti lang ang kasalanan mo, ikaw na mahirap, no? Konti lang ang kasalanan mo. Mas kawawa ka dun sa mayaman na maraming kasalanan. Bakit? Maski na maraming kasalanan mo, kaya niya bayaran mo. Eh ikaw, konti lang ang kasalanan mo, pero hindi mo mabayaran, mas kawawa ka. This was the system during the time that Martin Luther and the others came up. And they began to study the scriptures and realize para mali yun ah. Can you save yourself by paying for your own sin? Number two, can you save another person by paying for their sin? Yung hindi sa'yo, yung kanya. And then number three, does the priest have the power to dispense this indulgence as he wishes? Pwede siya magbigay ng discount. Pero kung galit siya sa'yo, Pwede rin na taasan niya yung presyo. Okay? Kung galit ako kay Pastor Mel, sasabihin ko, Oy, ikaw Melchor Cabero ka ha? Para sa'yo, ang presyo ay 1,000 bawat isang indulgence. Oh, bakit kay Alex ang singil ko 10 pesos lang? Bakit kay Melchor 1,000 na? 
eh galit ako sa iyo eh. <laughs> Ganun ba 'yon? I have the power to determine who goes in, who goes out, who is forgiven, who is not forgiven. Nasa akin lang. Depending on my own wishes. That was the setting that Martin Luther and the others came up to. Para sa may mga indulgence na 'yon. Fundraising. Kasi kailangan i-build yung basilika. They send all these indulgences, this money to Rome because they were raising funds to build the church. Alam nyo kung, kung talagang ganyan lang tayong ka-wicked ngayon, Pastor Alex, no? mag-build tayo ng church. Sino sa inyong gusto nang mapatawad yung susunod na sampung taon yung kasalanan? Sumulat lang kayo ng cheque. <laughs> Ganito. <laughs> Sulat ninyo sa cheque, ganitong amount. Yung next 10 years nyo, so solved na kayo. Naka, ano na yung covered ka na. Parang insurance ba? Covered ka na. Uh, so Albert, pwede ko ba i-cover din yung asawa ko? Oo, oh, pati lahat ng beneficiary mo, isama na natin. Pero tataas yung premium mo ha, tataas. <laughs> kung, kung, kung tayo eh ganyan lang din mag-isip, ba mas, andali pa lang mag-fundraising ngayon. Kung yung kasalanan may bayad, <laughs> di ba? So, ang kaso hindi eh. Ang turo ng Bible, ang kasalanan yung pwedeng bayaran. Isa lang ang pwedeng pambayad sa kasalanan ng mundo. Diba? The blood of the perfect Lamb of God. So, that's why the Middle Ages can be called the Dark Ages. Because the spiritual, moral, intellectual climate was down. But always, when it is darkest, light is about to break through. Praise God. So, ano nangyari? Bago pa pumasok sa kwento sila Martin Luther, the Lord had to prepare something else. What was that? The printing press. Prior to the printing press, the Bible as we know it, iilan lang ang may copy, iilan lang ang may access. Bakit? Ang mahal kayang ng papyrus. Kahapon napanood namin sa YouTube, iilan lang palang papyrus plant na ginagawang papyrus paper. So, hindi mo basta-basta yan nakukuha, kaya iilan lang ang may copy niyan. In fact, there are churches that did not even have their own Bible. Dahil lang hirap makahanap ng copy. By hand, kukopyahin mo. All of a sudden, the, the printing press was invented where one page na naisulat ay papasok dun sa machine, yung may press na ganun, tapos paglabas nun, yun na, you can now mass produce the word of God. So, the first thing that Erasmus did, Erasmus is a scholar at this time, first thing he did was to have the Bible printed in mass. Talagang maramihang kopya. In Greek muna, Greek, kasi yun yung time na yung Greek and Latin. But eventually, nung malamang ganun, yung mga nakapag-translate naman into German, French, etc. So, napiprint na. So, pag ang church mo, dati kasi ang church mo sa Germany, Latin pa rin yung Bible mo. Church mo sa France, Latin pa rin yung Bible mo. Eh, sino na nakakaintindi ng Latin by this time? Yung pare lang. So, the, the mass was in Latin. The gospel is being preached in Latin. Ikaw ay German. Hindi mo naintindihan yun. So, Bow ka lang ng bow, yes ka lang ng yes. Hindi mo naintindihan. So, 
people were held captive to whatever the church and the priests were teaching dahil they have no access to the word of God. Now, all of a sudden, it is being printed and spread in their own language, French, German, and then eventually English. By the time that these reformers came out, Zwingli in Switzerland, German din ang language nila doon. As he began to study and preach the word of God in his own language, he emphasized the primacy of Holy Scripture over church traditions. So Martin Luther, of course, is the most famous of them all. He nailed yung kanyang uh, 99 thesis doon sa pintuan ng simbahan sa Germany. Again, remember, all of these were Catholic churches. Um, Martin Luther is a Catholic priest. Pero he himself had no assurance of salvation. Nagkukumpisal siya to his bishop. And his bishop would give him the absolution. Di ba? He would confess and then the priest would absolve you. Remember, priest din siya. So ang nagkukumpis siya sa bishop. And then he would ask the bishop, So, am I now forgiven? The bishop will say yes. How come I still don't have peace? Sabihin ng bishop, I don't know. So, uuwi si Martin Luther sa kanyang sariling study at babasahin niya yung New Testament now in his own language. And then mababasa niya doon sa letter ni Paul to the Romans that we are justified by faith and not by works. That we are uh, saved not by the good things we do but by faith in Christ. So, yun na yung simula nito ngayon. They began to preach things that were in the Bible but no longer taught in the church. Kasi nga yung church ay nalihis na for the past 1,000 years. So ngayon, they began to teach this. And then John Calvin, another one in Switzerland also. Yung kanyang Summa Theologica, the Systematic Theology has become a classic. So, so ito mga to, ano ba yung panilagalaban nila? Yung return to basics and foundations of Christianity. So ito yung mga tinatawag na mga sola. Sola Scriptura. Scripture alone. Not church traditions will determine our doctrine. Saan galing ang doktrina natin? Saan galing yung turo natin? Sa traditions na pinasa ng church from generation to generation? Or doon sa isinulat ng mga apostles na ipinasa sa kanilang mga successors that eventually became the canon of scripture. Dapat doon lang. Sola gracia, grace of God alone, not human initiative. Walang makakalapit sa Diyos on their own except that the grace of God is reaching out to us. Hindi ito yung sarili mo lang na naisip na siguro kailangan ko na magsisi sa kasalanan. Wala. We are all sinners. We are unable to even think of going to God except that God Himself plants that thought in our mind. And then of course, faith alone, sola fide, not good deeds. You cannot do enough good works. You cannot pay for your salvation. You cannot pay for another person's salvation. Faith in Jesus Christ alone will save you. So, la Christos, Christ alone, not the saints. So, wala yung merit ng saints na uh, that somehow Mary and Peter and Paul and James, etc. that somehow they have this treasure of merit na pwede mo ring ma-access. No? Sabi nung mga reformers, no? the merit of Christ's sacrifice is enough. Kasi yun din naman ang sabi ni Paul when he writes to the Corinthians. Sabi niya, I preach Christ crucified. That's it. Uh, I do not preach myself. Sabi ni Paul. Kasi 
ano ba naman ang mapapala ninyo sa akin? Who is Paul? Sabi niya, who is Apollos? No one. We are servants of Christ. Christ alone saves. Sabi ni Apostle Paul. Then solideo gloria. God alone deserves worship. And God alone answers prayer. So, hindi tayo kailangan magdasal to the statues, to the saints. Why? Because God alone can hear our prayers. God alone is deserving of worship. So, yun yung mga ipinaglaban nila. It's not new. Those are things that you will read in the scriptures from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Kaya lang ang nangyari, for the last 1,000 years, unti-unti, 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 nalihis ng nalihis ng nalihis. So that, parang uh, ang explanation niyan is parang yung piloto, yung air, airplane, di ba? You are manning the plane. Nung panahon na hindi pa lahat electronic, kasi ngayon sabi ng explain sa akin, lahat naka-pre-program na eh. Uh, pati yung piloto, hindi niya na pwede palitan yun eh. <laughs> Pero nung panahon na yung piloto ang nagde-determine nung trajectory nung pupuntahan. So kapag, alimbawa, straight from Manila to Australia, straight, nang ganun. Malihis ka ng konti, sa umpisa konti lang yun. Pero pag nagtuloy-tuloy yung lihis, anong mangyayari? Eventually, ang layo. So ganun ang nangyari. Nung umpisa, konting-konting lihis lang. Konting-konting lihis lang. Konting-konting lihis lang. 1,000 years later, from the time the canon of Scripture was formed in 300 plus AD to about 1,500. So almost 1,200 years. Ano nangyari? Ganito ng kalayo. Dati konting-konti lang. Pero habang patagal na patagal, palayo ng palayo, by the time of the Reformation, ang laki na ng gap. Yung tinuturo ng church at yung tinuturo ng Scripture, ang laki na ng gap. Dati konti lang. Palayo ng palayo ng palayo, gumanon. Now, the Reformation, Luther, Calvin, etc., they did not mean to split. Hindi naman yun ang gusto nila, to split. What they meant to do was return the church to the scripture. Lumayo yung church. Ibalik natin dito, kasi ito eh, di ba? Ito yung standard, oh. The word of God is the standard. So ano nangyari? Lumihis ng lumihis ng lumihis. Gumano na. Ang desire ni Luther, ni Calvin, ni Zwingli, the others, ibalik dito para gumano Kaya lang hindi gano'n ang nangyari uh, because the Roman Catholic Church response was, is called the Council of Trent. Nagtawag sila ng meeting. Sa meeting na yon, they upheld their teachings on the Pope that the Pope is the successor of Peter. They upheld their teachings on Mary, everything that was being taught about the, the exaltation of Mary and the saints and purgatory and everything else. They upheld the church's canon of scripture, which included the Apocrypha. And they also upheld that they communicate, excommunicated Luther, Calvin, and the others. So, ganun na nangyari. So, imbis na maibalik dito, ang nangyari, tinanggal nila to. So, ang nangyari, the reformers had no choice but to start their own uh, congregations. So let's take a break muna and then when I come back, uh, I'll take some questions especially on those five points of reformation. Gusto ko mas pag-usapan natin lalo pa ito. Okay? So let's take a break muna. Salad. Okay, break po muna mga kapatid. Go and fix yourselves coffee, etc. See our break muna mga kapatid. All right, we're back. Pag-usapan pa natin ito dahil this is really the at the heart of 
the Reformation. And in many ways, this gives us a pattern now every time the church deviates we have to remind ourselves of these things kasi uh, there is a saying the church always being reformed kailangan yun kasi even in our generation today there are still segments of the church that are still going you know lumilihis and every time lumilihis kailangan maibalik natin dito. So, sola scriptura. Scripture alone. From Genesis to Revelation. Every church can have their own unique flavors. Certain things na masasabi mo, uy, parang tatak lighthouse, parang gano'n. Tatak victory. Tatak J-I-L. Okay. So, every church can have their unique features, but it should never replace the word of God. Okay. The word of God must be higher even than whoever is the lead pastor, senior pastor, bishop, whatever our titles are. Okay. I, the teacher, the pastor, the preacher is not above the Bible. The Bible is on top. Tayo ay nagpapasakop din sa word of God. Our own, even our own interpretations of certain parts of the scripture can never go above the scripture itself. Okay? Uh, kailangan wag nating uh, kalimutan yung kasi minsan, all, all churches can have their own unique traditions. Eh? Yung bang mga bagay na nakagawian na, parang ganun. Uh, as long as pag tinest natin with the scripture, wala tayong nababiolate na command ng scripture hindi yun ipinagbabawal hindi uh, hindi yun kasalanan sa Diyos as long as you know we have freedom to move within within the scriptures malaya tayo to for example yung mga yung what i would call the non essentials of faith uh, sabi ni Augustine in the essentials unity in the non essentials liberty in all things charity Non-essentials. Anong oras ba dapat ang church service? Hindi naman kasalanan niya kung alauna ng, alauna ng hapon yung church service niyo. Wala namang oras na pinipili. Even nga araw, you know, you can be legalistic about it. Dapat Sunday. Ang problema, paano naman yung mga kapatiran natin na nasa Middle East? Di ba? Friday ang day off doon. Ibig mo sabihin, kapag nag-worship sila in their church community on a Friday, ay hindi tatanggapin ng Diyos yun. Yung communion, kaninang pinag-usapan natin. Uh, so, ano ba dapat ang bihis ng pastor? Diba? Meron bang robe? Pwede bang uh, polo? Pwede ba? Diba? So, yun yung mga non-essentials. Uh, ang mga music ba natin, kailangan mabilis, may malas-bilis, mabagal, hymnal ba dapat, or ano? Hindi yun eh. Ang, ang palaging itetest, you have to test everything through the lens of scripture. Yun ang batayan. Pag hindi pumasa doon, if there is anything in the scripture, any passage there that parang mag-aalanganin ka na, parang itong ginagawa natin to parang ewan ko. So, pause, pray, seek the Lord, bago mo uh, ituloy o baguhin, kailangan ang lens palagi is scripture. Hindi yung Uh, kailangan yung brand ng lighthouse, for example. 
maganda yung may meron tayong brand or unique flavor na matatawag. As long as hindi yun above the scripture itself. And then the grace of God. Ito, panahon pa ni Augustine, nilalaban na niya yan dahil meron siyang nakatalunan nun. Yung bang idea na, can you come to God on your own? Can you, can you somehow make yourself worthy to come before God? And the answer is no. Diba? There is no one righteous, not even one. No one who seeks God. Everyone has turned away, sabi ni Paul sa Romans chapter 3. Wala ni isa sa atin na on our own initiative can come before God. Jesus said, no one comes to me unless the Father draws him. Mayroong grasya ang Diyos na tumatawag sa atin. At pag tayo tinatawag na ganun, our heart responds in faith. Faith, not good deeds. So pag tayo ay parang dinodraw ng Panginoon, ang sagot natin ay hindi. Sige Lord, mag, uh, hahabaan ko pa yung dasal ko. Dadamihan ko pa yung offering ko. Uh, dadagdagan ko ng kung hindi, hindi yun ang sagot. Ang sagot is, do you believe in Jesus Christ? as your savior the only savior of your life and the only lord of your life pag hindi in Christ alone hindi pwedeng Jesus plus Mary Jesus plus the saints Jesus plus kung ano yung gusto mong i-plus doon hindi pwede faith alone justifies and Christ alone saves. Hindi pwedeng dagdagan si Jesus. Kasi pag dinagdagan mo na si Jesus, para mo na rin sinabi, kulang si Jesus. So ang tanong ko sa iyo, kulang ba si Jesus? <laughs> kulang pa sa iyo yun? Na pinadala ng Diyos ang kanyang bugtong na anak na si Jesus na katawang tao na matay sa cross, na buhay ilig. Kulang pa? Ano pang gusto niyo idagdag doon? Sino pang gusto niyo yung idagdag doon? And yet, when you read the New Testament, the The apostles themselves, including Mary, by the way, refused the praises of men. Mary would say, "Do what my do what my son tells you." So, mean, she yung sundin yun hindi ako the wedding at Cana. And si apostle Paul, nung remember, Paul and Silas went to this town in. Uh, I, I cannot remember now if it's in Athens. And the people began to worship them. The gods have come down. Sabi nga ng Zeus. And you know, eto na sila bumaba. Sabi ni Paul, we're not gods, we're not gods. Si Peter, nung dumalaw kay Cornelius, nagbaw down si Cornelius, sabi ni Peter, please stand up. Uh, I am a servant of God. And si John, in the book of Revelation, yumuko doon sa anghel. Sabi ng anghel, stand up. So, no one else deserves worship. Even yung apostles themselves refused the worship, the adoration of people. Unfortunately, like I said, by the time of the Reformation, lumihis ng sobra dito na even the priests and the bishops themselves desired adoration. How? Ilalagay mo sila sa trono, sila din magpaparada, at hahalikan mo yung sing-sing. All of those are symbols of adoration. Okay. Uh, because anytime you kneel down before something, that's an act of worship. And even as pastors, diba, no, lalo na taas sa lighthouse, no, we, we hug, beso-beso, ganyan. Pero never akong magpapaluhod ng tao sa <laughs> Kasi ang, ang pagyaka, paghalik, those are signs of affection. Okay lang yon, 
affection. Pero yung luluhod ka, that's a sign of adoration. Hindi mo pwedeng gawin yun to any other person. The moment you do that, that's an act of worship. Pag ikaw lumuhod na sa akin, ako na yung sinasamba mo. Pag pinahalik na kita sa aking kamay, uh, ako na yung binibigyan mo ng homage, loyalty. And isa lang dapat yun, si Sokristo lang. So, even in the 21st century, posible pa ba pastor na, mag, na, na mangyari yung lihis na yan? Oo naman, ang dami kayong beses na nakikita niya yan. Okay. Yung mga kulto, di ba? Imbis na scripture alone, yung teaching nung tao na yun. Whether it's Manalo, kay Buloy, kung sino man. Instead of the grace of God alone, para bang tinuturo na, in fact, lumapit lang kayo sa akin, sa akin kay lalapit, <laughs> hindi na sa Diyos. <clears throat> Hindi lang faith, kailangan may mga gawin ka pang ibang bagay. Hindi lang si Christ yung leader na rin. At hindi lang ang Diyos, yung leader na rin. So, even though we are in the 21st century, 500 years after the Reformation, kailangan patuloy ang Reformation. Kasi uh, the church always has a tendency na lumihis. And every time lilihis, we need the conviction of the Holy Spirit para maibalik tayo dun sa Anyone of you has a question on any of these parts so far before I continue? May tanong po, Bazor. Huwag yes. mahihiyang dumiretso sa inyo. So sa akin dumana. <laughs> Anyways, uh, pwede po ba na magkaroon tayo ng uh, pictures or images given na hindi po luluhuran na aabot sa punto na may gesture ng at may kinalaman sa pagsamba. Mm. Good question, good question. In fact, yun ang inilalaban before ng Greek Orthodox Church, yung kanilang mga paintings, etc. Now, I don't want to be too legalistic, pero what I, what I would eventually um, have a problem with is because of the nature of the human heart. Sabi ng Jeremiah, the heart is deceitful. <laughs> Sabihin, akala mo hindi, pero yun na rin yung ginagawa mo. So, if you have a picture of, let's say, a depiction, kasi hindi naman talaga natin alam ang itsura, sa totoo lang. Mali naman natin kung ano talagang itsura ni Jesus. Wala namang camera nung panahon na yun, di ba? So, hindi natin alam what he actually looks like. We don't know what Mary looked like, what the saints looked like. Those are all human portraits or depictions. Kalanan ba na meron yun? In itself, hindi. Because those are works of art. Diba? So, when Michelangelo drew that, when ano, those are works of art. The problem more lies in the individual person. Kasi the moment we have that, ang tendency natin, titingnan natin yun, and because the heart is deceitful, in our mind, hindi man natin, hindi ko naman dinadasalan. But, In our mind, we would parang, pero kaila, gusto ko may makita lang ako. Parang gano'n. Kasi ang hirap ko nakatikit lang eh. Gusto ko may nakikita ako. So, yung gradual na yun na sinasabi ko, posibleng mangyari. Na hindi naman, tinitingnan ko lang. Pero hindi natin alam where our heart will go. Yung konting lihis. 
baka mamaya kung saan na mapunta. Kasi lahat naman yan, hindi naman ganun, gumanon agad eh. Okay? Wala naman ganun. Wala naman yung biglang, whoop! <laughs> ganun. Lahat yan. Unti-unti, unti-unti, unti-unti. Pahaba ng patagal na patagal na patagal. So, yun lang. Now, if you, if your parents, it's your parents, hindi naman sa'yo, bahay ng magulang mo yan. Bakit? Hindi naman sa'yo yan. So, I counseled a young person before. Uy, hindi mo bahay yan. Ha? <laughs> bahay ng magulang mo. Huwag mong uh, pagtatanggalin yung mga bagay na mag-aaway kayo dyan. Pakapalayasin ka pa. Evangelize your parents. Evangelize your lolo, lola. Sharean mo. In a loving way. Not yung you know, you know, gugunawin kayo ng Lord. <laughs> Mababang, babangungutin kayo ngayong gabi pag hindi ninyo tinanggal yan. No. Share with them the love of God and that Christ already did this, etc. etc. Kasi tayo rin naman noon those of us who are Roman Catholic, we all did that, di ba? Aminin natin, we all did that. Ako, nagdadasal ako with the statues. I do that. Nagro-rosario. Lahat yun ginagawa ko. Everything. But how was I convinced? Was I convinced dahil lang may nag-condemn sa akin, oh, kasalanan yan, ganyan, ganyan. Because style ng English ni Cristo at ni, ano, ni Elisoriano, di ba? Ganon. Or, Was it because someone lovingly, gently shared the gospel to me? And then gradually my eyes was opened as I read the scriptures. Yun ang dapat. So, ang sabi ko dun sa isang kabataan before, sa kwarto mo, pwede wala. Paglabas mo ng kwarto mo, dun sa sala, wala ka ng ano, control doon. Dahil doon ka kakain, doon kayo ano. Pero in your room, in your own person, sa wala, sa mech, sa wallet, whatever, dati meron kang ganun. Pero even that, you know, I would urge you, ipag-pray ninyo. That's what my sister did. My sister was a very, very devout, as in. Siya na siguro wala nang tatalo sa kanya. Kumbaga, pwede na nga maging madrid, santo eh. Ganun siyang kaseryoso. And then she was born again. I mean, she started going to Word for the World, Makati, ganun eh. So, tapos, she's reading the Bible and nagkakaroon na siya ng conviction pero hindi pa rin siya convinced kasi sa kanya wala namang masama doon. Diba? Ganun eh. Wala namang masama doon. Hindi mo naman, you know, so, in your mind naman, in your heart, it's God. Okay. Pero one time, she went on a retreat. Ganito ang sabi niya, Lord, ayokong pastor ang magsasabi sa akin. Ayokong, Lord, ikaw ang kumausap sa akin. I'll spend time in 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 your word. I asked the Holy Spirit ipakita sa akin. Alam mo, gulat na gulat siya na para siyang pinlip-lip lang niya yung Bible and every time she will see a verse that addresses the issue of idolatry. Hindi pastor ang nagturo. Wala, talagang the Holy Spirit lang. So, that's what I would urge people. Sige, basahin niyo. Mag-pray niyo and ask the Lord to reveal it to you. And He will. Thank you, Pastor Alex. Ako po, Pastor, may tanong. <laughs> Opo. Uh, uh, with regards to the solas, uh, there's not much contention about the sola gratia, sola fide, sola Christus, and soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm. Pero yung uh, sola scriptura po mm-hmm. ay uh, does God speaks through scripture alone in mm-hmm. terms of salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, papano po yung uh, hindi nakakabasa ng Biblia and then all of a sudden meron silang conviction of re- uh, searching who, 
Tama. The true God is. Paano po yun? Ano pong uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In fact, uh, many testimonies of Muslims, they would have dreamed. And in their dream, Jesus would appear to them. What, what this part means, it does, not, is, it does not say that God speaks exclusively through Scripture. In fact, Scripture says that God speaks through nature, di ba? The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Sabi ni Paul sa Romans, God's invisible qualities are revealed through His creation. So can God speak through the mountains and the hills and the oceans? Absolutely. God even spoke through a donkey. <laughs> yeah, yung propeta, so the answer is, God does not speak exclusively through Scripture. What this phrase means in terms of the Reformation is that our doctrine should derive from Scripture so that our own experiences should be judged by the Word of God. Kasi kung hindi, lahat tayo pwede magkaroon ng panaginip. Lahat tayo pwede magkaroon ng pangitain. Di ba? Marami nga nag, nagpe-predict ng kung ano-anong pangyayari. Di ba? So, pero paano pag ang sabi ng scripture ganito? Eh hindi, kasi sa panaginip ko, kinuusap ako ng Diyos kagabi. So, we are invalidating the Word of God. So, what this phrase means, it does not mean that God only speaks to us through scripture. Tama ka na yung, yung may mga deficiencies, uh, bulag or whatever, uh, bingi. Pero yung bulag, hindi naman bingi, di ba? So, makakarinig. Yung bingi, hindi naman bulag, makakabasa. Okay. Pero what about yung mga may mental deficiencies? Autistic, yung mga ganun. Are they beyond the grace of God? No. God can speak to them. And in ways na God can reveal Himself to them. So, ang ano lang sa atin as the church, we have to uphold the teachings of Scripture. So that, sabi ko nga, does that negate every other way, traditions? No. We can have our own traditions. In fact, sabi ko nga, yung pagdalaw sa patay sa sementeryo, kasalanan ba yon? Sa akin, hindi. Hindi kasalanan. Gusto mo dalawin yung tatay mo na nakalibing doon? Paano naman naging kasalanan yun? Ang kasalanan is, kung ipagdadasal mo yung kaluluwa niya na makalalas doon, yun ang kasalanan. Pero yung pagdalaw, hindi kasalanan yun. You're honoring and remembering and having a family reunion sa puntod ng iyong tatay, nanay, lolo, lola, hindi kasalanan yun. You know? So, there are traditions that are not necessarily wrong. Pasko, kasalanan mo mag-celebrate ng birth ni Jesus. Maski wala naman sa Bible kung anong date. Sa akin, hindi. Kung gusto mo nga i-celebrate yun ng January, wala, wala naman isyo sa akin yun. You know? uh, sabi nung iba na yun ang kasalanan mag-celebrate ng Pasko. Paano naging kasalanan kumain ng, ng hamon at saka keso de bola? Sarap yun ah. <laughs> so, I don't want to be legalistic in that way. But what, what this phrase means, and I think what the reformers naman mean, and how we should understand it, is that our doctrine should derive from Scripture. And if we come up with a teaching that violates it, then we have to change our teaching. Or at the very least, say, like, you know, in some cases, this is how I understand what the Bible teaches about the end times. For example, the end times, that's very open to, 
ibig sabihin, what I teach about the end times can never be above what the scripture says. That's just my way of understanding it. So, wag tayong maging uh, you know, na yung tinuturo natin mas above pa sa scripture. But yes, God can speak, reveal himself uh, beyond. In fact, long before the word of God was written down, God was already relating to mankind, di ba? Wala, hindi pa naman na isusulat yung kwento ni Abraham nung tinawag ng Diyos si Abraham. But, Amen. So, yun. Meron pa pong may gustong magtanong. Libre po ang pagtatanong, mga kapatid. Uh, bukas may bayad. Bukas may bayad. Pastor A. Pastor Melch. Apo. Din... Uh, in line din po ito sa sola scriptura kasi by this time may printing press na yung sa previous na na parang slide. So yung dito po yung may question is about the manuscripts oh, na na-collect nila by this time. So oh. I believe uh, yung mga sola na ito ay probably it opposes lahat ng mga sinulat ng mga yung mga tinuturo ng mga Catholic but yung nagumpisa na po silang mag-translate yung sa Latin yung from Greek to Latin from Greek to uh, German uh, ang question ko po pastor is that yung yung mga translation ba nila they really got the ano yung right para okay. praise God thank you yeah uh, that's an entirely big ano discussion ano uh, So, medyo pahapyaw lang dahil it's, it's going to be a very long discussion. But one thing we can say, uh, so much has been discovered about manuscripts. In fact, very recently, sa Dead Seas, yung sa Dead Seas, sa Qumran Caves, meron ulit silang mga nahukay doon. So, hindi pa tapos. God has implanted His Word and the copies of His Word in many places. And every time they discover, ang kagandahan nito is that the variations are very small. Even 1,000 years apart, nung na-discover yung manuscript at ang date daw ay 300, yung iba ang date 1,000 plus, nung kinumpara nila, very, very little variation. And the variations do not affect the major teachings of Christianity. So, nung panahon na yon, mas limited pa yung manuscript na available sa kanila to translate it into German, French, English, etc. That's why yung King James Version in some ways, and I've watched videos about this. The King James Version, in some ways, is uh, not as updated as yung mga versions now because in the last 500 years, there are other manuscripts na na-discover pa that, that sheds light on different parts. No? But hindi siya na, na kumbaga walang nabago in terms of yung actual na naituro nung panahon na yun. Kasi Isipin mo lang, by hand yan, lahat by hand. Bago nag-printing press, lahat yan kopya. The monks were copying by hand. Yung uh, Greek, uh, tapos eventually Latin, and etc. Et and yet, in spite of that, and hundreds of years later, pag kinukumpara nila, ang mga, ang mga variations are very tiny. Uh, yung mga kudlit, yung mga ganon, and then minsan na ulit yung word. Para mga limbawa, tinawag kitang Melchor Cabero Cabero. Okay? na doble ko yung last name mo, hindi ko naman pinalitan yung pangalan mo. Dahil, sipin mo naman, ano, walang ilaw, kandila lang, nagsusulat ka, siyempre, minsan, naduduling ka na lang talaga. Eh, you know? So, minsan, the manuscript would have an entire 
sentence repeated. So imagine niyo lang to kung mawo kung English no. For God so loved the world that He gave. For God so loved the world that He gave. Na ulit. Kasi sa pagkakapi, di ba? So akala mo hindi mo pa na isulat, na isulat mo ulit. So yung sentence is repeated. Yung mga ganun ba? So as they began to examine these scriptures. Now later on, meron yung what they call insertions. So, medyo sabi ko nga mahaba ito eh. Yung uh, the the ending of Mark, the longer ending of Mark chapter 16 seems to be a later addition. That's why in your some of our Bibles may footnote, the earliest manuscripts do not have this portion. So, pag may nagtatanong sa akin noon, ang sagot ko ganito. Sige, tanggalin natin. Tanggalin natin yung longer version na yun. Does it modify the teaching of God's word that we should go and proclaim the word of God to people. Hindi. Kasi the Great Commission is also given in Matthew, in Luke, in John, in Acts. So mas kitanggalin mo. And then yung adulterous woman, yung babatuhin siya, the Gospel of John, merong footnote doon. Some earliest manuscripts do not have that story. Okay, tanggalin natin. Does that negate the fact that Jesus is a kind, merciful, compassionate person? No. So, kumbaga, nung kinumpare na lang mga ganun, ay yung mga variations and yung mga what they would call insertions are very minimal that it does not change the essence of Scripture. Which, that's why there are those who teach, for example, na yung inspiration, di ba? Every word of God was inspired, uh, 2 Timothy 3.16. All Scriptures inspired of God. Na yung inspiration, uh, not just in the writing but in the preservation how god through the holy spirit super supervised the protection of his word kasi pwede namang nawala na lahat yun eh the barbarians were burning churches libraries manuscripts and then few hundred years later the muslims were doing the same pwedeng nawala you know the fact that the bible survived is a miracle in itself you know dami kayang pwedeng nangyari na wala na tayong copy And yet, ang nangyayari, may nadidiskubre pang bago. You know, na mahahanap ng manuscripts. Even yung Dead Sea Scrolls na yun, ano? It's by accident, quote-unquote. May, may kambing na naligaw, <laughs> na umakyat sa bundok, pumasok sa kweba, hinabol ng bata, nahanap yung kambing, nahanap din yung mga manuscript. Binigay sa tatay. Binenta ng tatay sa, sa, sa market kasi malay naman niya kung ano yun. E eh, pagkakakitaan, di ba parang Pilipino, nangangalakal, binenta, you know. And then somewhere along that that line, merong naka, nakabili na isa na, that is a linguist and starts to look at it and realizes this is an important document and an ancient document. At nung tinanong nang tinanong ko sa nahanap, nagpadala ng expedition at ang dami pa palang baul-baul doon. You know? So, and now That was 1940s, yung Dead Sea Scrolls. Now, 2021, as recent as this year, may nahukay pa ulit. So, nandun lang yun. Tinago ni Lord yung mga kopya ng kanyang salita. But everything that is discovered affirms that what we have is a fairly accurate translation and narration of the events uh, that is depicted in the Bible. So, very minor variations. Thank you, Pastor Melch. Thank you, Pastor Ray.
Okay. Sabihin ko muna. Tapos mamaya mag, pwede tayong mag-Q&A ulit. So, da, sabi ko naman sa inyo, di ba? Pag ang church split. Pag nag-split, mag-i-split ulit. <laughs> so, the Reformation was not monolithic in leadership, structure, and theology. Ibig sabihin, si Luther, si Calvin, si Zwingli, they were all united to correct the Roman Catholic Church. But they were not all united with each other. Okay? So eventually, they also broke up into different groups. Church splits lead to more church splits. So, yung Eastern Orthodox in 1054, sila-sila rin ay nagkahiwahiwalay. Yung Greek, yung Russian, Syrian, Turkish, Armenian, Coptic. So, sila-sila nagkahiwahiwalay. And then the Reformation, ganun din. The Lutherans, the followers of Luther, the Reformed, followers of Calvin, the Presbyterians, kumiwalay from the Reformed. The Anglicans, Church of England, kumiwalay from the from the Reformed then. Episcopalians is the American version. The Baptists broke away from the Anglicans. The Methodists, John Wesley was an Anglican. He broke away from the Anglican Church. The Nazarenes, the Holiness Movement. So, lahat yan, leading up to the Holiness Movement in the latter part of the Reformation, many Protestant churches themselves became dry and nominal. So, ganito ang nangyayari sa church, no? kaya kailangan palagi na re-reform. Kasi ang kinorek lang ng Reformation is doctrine. And it had to be corrected because right doctrine lead, should lead to right living. Kaya lang, hindi, hindi masyadong napansin yung lifestyle. So it took another movement called the Holiness Movement, the Methodist Nazarenes, na emphasize naman sanctification, purity of life. It supplemented the Reformation emphasis on justification which is salvation by grace through faith in Christ. So, makikita natin na yung, di ba, ganyan ano, scripture, church, dapat ganun, lumihis, naibalik yung doctrine, justification, and then eventually sanctification. Pabalik na lang pabalik, malapit-lapit na. Isa na lang ang kulang na next week natin titingnan. So, makikita ninyo to, this is just a chart, you can find this on Google, uh, how everything just kept splitting off. At ang dami niyan, yung Reformed churches, nag-iwahiwalay din. Yung Anglican, ang dami nag-iwahiwalay din. Yung Lutheran, dami nag-iwahiwalay. Anabaptist churches. So, by the time of the 1800s, ito na yung itsura nila. Yung Green ay Catholic, na-maintain nila, pero nawala sa kanila yung England, naging Anglican. <coughs> yung Orange, Scotland, naging Calvinist reform. Yung Germany, Lutheran, yung Brown, of course, nandito, Africa, Middle East, Muslim. And then, yung mga Orthodox, yung medyo yellow, dyan sa bandang uh, Greece, Turkey, etc., etc. So, hiwa-hiwalay din. So, I want to you know, as much as marami ring silang pagkakamali, I want to honor the contribution of the Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox churches. Because they preserved the Christian faith in the early centuries when Christianity was a new, fledgling group of believers. They made the small into big, the regional into global. They formed the New Testament canon. Aminin natin na yung councils nung panahon na yun were led by Catholic and Orthodox bishops. 
They clarify the doctrines of the Holy Trinity and the divinity of Jesus. And they preserve the scriptures. Yung mga monk, kinopya nila ng kinopya, tinago nila. Against threats to its destruction from barbarians and Muslims. And then the Protestant Reformation naman, they restored the basics of the Christian faith after centuries of gradual deviation away from the apostolic teachings. They restored justification by grace through faith in Christ alone. It's a key doctrine of salvation. And then yung holiness movement naman, they restored sanctification as a key component of Christian life and practice. Purity of life, not just purity of doctrine, is important. So, wag lang doctrine na yung pansinin natin. In fact, Paul tells Timothy, watch your life and doctrine closely. Kailangan pareho. The, the mind and the heart together. Tamang pag-iisip at tamang uh, pamumuhay kailangan magkasama. And by the end of the 1800s and at the dawn of the 1900s, the church was ready for a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit, a new Pentecost. Okay, so we will examine this next session, the Pentecostal and Charismatic Movement. Not just its contributions, okay, but also its flaws. Kasi lahat naman may tama, may mali. So yung Pentecostal Charismatic Movement, may mga tama at magandang bagay na naikontribute meron ding mga sablay. Okay. So titingnan natin pareho para makita natin how God is continually renewing uh, the church. Alright? Q&A. Baka meron pa ulit kayong gustong itanong na hindi pa naitanong kanina. <clears throat> meron po ba? Tanong na po kayo mga kapatid. Habang libre. I-send nyo kay Pastor Alex kung ayaw nyo yung personal. Oo, oh, padaanin nyo po ulit sa akin. I-message nyo siya. Or ilagay nyo sa chat box at baka mabasa ng ating staff. Yung ating uh, chat yes. yung brethren. Praise God. Pastor ako po. Sige, go ahead. Check ko yun po. Jackie, yes. Uh, go ahead, Jackie. Pastor, po, paano po yung ano? Kanina po na-mention nyo yung mga uh, sa early, but before Reformation, yung mga saints like Thomas, like uh, Ignatius, yes. si Teresa. Uh, sabi nyo po, naniniwala tayo na na-encounter nila yung si Jesus mm. sa life nila. Mm. Yeah. Tapos na-express yun through their works. Pero paano pong stand natin when it comes to their salvation since bounded mm. po sila sa teaching ng Catholic, ng uh-huh. Roman Catholic? Magandang tanong yan. So, like I said, no, may remnant eh. Um, it is difficult for me to consider yung what cults teach, which is essentially na for 2,000 years, walang naligtas. You know, nung namatay yung apostles, nawala na. Until ipanganak si, bahala ka na kung sino yung gusto mong sabihin, Manalo, Kibuloy, etc. It is difficult for me to conceive na for all of those thousands of years, nawala. Dahil, if you will examine their life, their writings, their testimonies, it's very similar to how we would testify about our encounter with God. Pero tanda natin, yung konteksto ng pinanggagalawa nila ay iyon. Eh. Yung timing ng Diyos, hindi natin makukwestiyon. Eh. Bakit kaya nangyari yung Reformation noong 1500s? Bakit di na lang nangyari yun 1,000 years earlier? Kaya tanongin kita, bakit ba naborn again ka noong age 25 ka? Bakit di ka pa naborn again noong age 15? Diba? So, minsan ang timing ng Diyos, hindi mo ma- mawawari. Eh. Bakit ba dumating ang Amerikano rito? Dali na nila yung Bible, 1900s. Bakit 
kung naunahan sana nila si Magellan, edi eh, noon pa. Eh, hindi na natin ma-i-reverse ma yun. Eh. So therefore, we have to consider that God was at work even in within that context. God cannot be stopped. The institution itself is flawed. Yung institution. Ang daming mga pagkakamali. But like I said, within individual hearts, they find their ways to express their faith in God as they encounter God. So they will do it through their right. Pero yung kinagagalawan nila ay yun eh. So wala, ang, ang palagi kong ano dyan ganito. Um, Let's say, if you were born again at age 20, but it took you five years to really be cleansed of all of the practices na hindi tama from the Roman Catholic Church. Ang tanong ko, kailan ka ba talaga naligtas? Kailan ka naligtas? Five years ago o ngayon lang? Nung finally, hindi ka na nagdadasal ng mga ganoon. When when is the point of your salvation? Kung ang sagot ay the point of your salvation is when you were cleansed from all of that. Then I will then that negates everything we have been preaching. That we are justified by faith in Christ alone. Kailan ka ba you expressed your faith in Christ alone? 5 years ago. Pero it took you 5 years na ma-overcome mo yung this part, that part, this part, that part. Eh lahat naman tayo are all going through a process of sanctification, di ba? So, so kung ikaw ay, like for example, ako, or my sister even, my sister was saved one year before me, 1984, April, 9, April or something, 1984. It took her more than one year para ma-overcome because sabi ko nga, very devout siya. So ang tanong, kung namatay ba siya nung time na yun at hindi pa niya na-overcome yung mga yun, saan siya pupunta? For me, she's saved. Even though she is still struggling with praying to Mary, praying the rosary, etc. Because in her heart, she already, Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, God raised Him from the dead, you're saved. So, saved. Even though, nag-struggle pa. So, all of those individuals during that time, yun yung mundong kinagagalawan nila. Eh. Hindi pa kumikilos ang Diyos to bring about the Reformation. It would require hundreds of years later pa. So, I would say, yeah, they're saved. Now, do we have to pray to them? No. We can learn from their life. We study their life. We read their writings to learn about them. Just like I would read the writings of John Maxwell or John MacArthur or kung ano, I would learn from them, but I don't have to worship them because I worship only the Lord. I don't have to pray to them. I only pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. So, pero lahat sila may matututunan tayo from them. The way they live their life. In fact, some of them, Mapapahiya ka talaga. Akala mo, ang galing-galing muna. And then you read some of the things they've done. My goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sir Jackie. Meron pa pong ibang gustong magtanong. Magmahiya. Sir, may, may follow-up question po dyan. Sa... Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Kasi, Alex, ang sabi niya, paano daw po naman yung 20 years na sa pananampalataya tapos 
struggling pa rin sa mga bagay na simpleng dapat ay nabago na. <laughs> ah, okay. Good, good question. Oo. Um, alam mo, mahirap dahil minsan napupuna lang natin yung obvious eh. Pero every one of us uh, has different kinds of struggles. Some are religious in nature. For example, yung nakagawian mo na minsan. Di ba? Si sister ano, ganun. Minsan na, na, nakikita ko na uh, nagdadasal pa rin siya ka, kay Virgin Mary. Ganun. Kasi obvious yun, nakikita eh. Pero yung iba na hindi na ginagawang ganun, ang ibang issue naman nila is palamura, palachismis, alam mo yun, pala ganun. So, ano ba yung, mayroon bang mas malaki kasalanan sa Diyos kesa dun sa isa? Ganun ba yun? Or what? So, let's just help each other grow as disciples of Jesus. And let's deal with it. You know, let's deal with it. As pastors, we have to deal with it in our discipleship programs, in our Bible study. Mahirap i-deal with on a Sunday, to be honest, preaching. It's very difficult to preach these things dahil it's a mixed crowd and you have so much little little time lang to preach. Mas maganda ito in the context of a Bible study, pwedeng magtanong, di ba? Kasi these are very important issues to so many of our really family and friends dahil lahat naman halos tayo, yun ang kinalakihan. Bibihira naman yung iba yung kinalakihan. 70% of Filipinos are Roman Catholic. So, the likelihood na merong papasok sa church natin na Muslim, Buddhist, Mormon, ay mas maliit kaysa na Roman Catholic. So, kailangan matreat natin yun, madil natin yun. Pero in a loving and gentle way in the context of a Bible study para talagang pwedeng mag- magtanong and pwede natin silang bigyan ng space. Ibig sabihin, kapatid, di naman kailangan lahat ito ngayon agad-agad matanggap mo. Ang nais lang namin ibahagi ito sa iyo para maipagdasal mo anong inuan Diyos na ipaliwanag sa iyo para maliwanag ka. So, hindi naman kailangan lahat. Kailangan ngayon na, ngayon na, ngayon na. <laughs> hindi naman kailangan lahat ngayon na. Pwede namang every, next week mo na or one month. Pastor, may tanong pa po. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Ito po ang tanong. <laughs> Ayaw kasi magtanong diretso. <laughs> Uh, ano po, paano po natin i-consider ang katoliko sa anong kategorya? Kulto po ba? Sapagkat meron pong mga klarong bagay na ginagawa nila. Halimbawa po, ang lumuhod sa imahe na klarong ipinagbabawal ng Biblia. Paano po natin ito titingnan at paano natin sila i-consider? Ano po ba? Kulto po ba sila? O ano po? Now, in this case, okay, um, may mga iba-ibang opinion sa bagay na yan. Um, merong mga magsasabi na the, the whole thing is a cult and everyone there is a cult member. <clears throat> Medyo iba po ang pananaw ko. And, and you can disagree with me on this. This is not a salvation issue. Okay. Uh, hindi in danger ang ating kaligtasan kung iba ang pananaw sa bagay na In my humble opinion, the Roman Catholic faith in itself is not a cult because the gospel is still there. They believe in Jesus as the Savior. The Word of God is still there, etc. So all of the essentials of the faith are there. Kaya lang, it is covered by so much, kumbaga sa ano, parang yung garden nandoon pa, pero marami ng uh, talahib. Okay? Pero nandun pa rin yung garden. 
marami nga lang talahib. So kailangan ma-approach ma- ma- yung talahib, okay? Pero the, the older kasi if, 'di ba, parang the same principle applies to individual. Kaya 'di ba sabi train up a child in the way you should go, bata. Kasi pag adult na, mas mahirap ano? Pag matanda na, mas mahirap ma-reach. Think about this institution. That is like thousands of years old. For you to reform it. Nung namatay po ang father ko, yung pare na nag-conduct ng funeral for my father, sabi niya, we are a group of priests that is trying to reform the Roman Catholic Church from within. And hindi pa ako born na gano'n. So hindi ko masyadong naintindihan. Pero when I look back, doon ko na-realize, ah, okay. Ibig sabihin, uh, itong mga pare na to, sa kanilang mga parish, yung simbahan na kanilang pinamumunuan, ay itinabi na lang lahat ng mga santo to a certain corner. Hindi mo na siya makikita kapag nag-misa ka, wala kang makikita. Kung gugustuhin mo lang, during the week, pupunta ka doon sa isang kwarto, nandun lahat. Pero during the mass itself, yung altar nandun, there is a cross, an empty cross, Parang katulad sa lighthouse, ganun, empty cross, walang nakapako, empty cross. Then he would even explain because Jesus is alive. Parang ganun. So, wag, wag tayong mag-isip na ang Diyos ay walang ginagawang pagkilos sa loob. Meron. Meron mga iba-iba. And next week, pag-uusapan natin yung mga iba-ibang groups within that is God is using in some ways to reform it. So, the institution is flawed dahil maraming ang katuruan na naging talahib. No? Pero ito po ang isipin natin. Yung individual lang ating i-reach out, hindi yung institution. Don't try to save the Roman Catholic Church, but try to save a Roman Catholic, yung tao. Yun ang sharean mo. At and in terms of evangelism, how do you evangelize? Katulad ng, paano ka ba na-evangelize? Tanungin mo sarili mo. Di ba Roman Catholic ka rin naman before? Karimihan sa atin. How was someone able to evangelize you? By telling you you're going to hell? By telling you na yung mga pinaniniwalaan mo ay doktrina ng demonyo? By telling you ganun? Ganun ka ba na-evangelize? Or na-evangelize ka ba by someone who was kind and generous and sharing with you the love of Jesus, inviting you to the Bible study, inviting you to their church service, at tamo ikaw nakikinig doon, And then later on, tasabihin sa'yo, may gusto ka bang itanong? Yung engaging you in that way. That is more effective as a form of evangelism than telling a Roman Catholic na mali-mali lahat ng pinaniwalaan niya. Kasi sa totoo lang, hindi naman mali-mali lahat. Marami naman tama. So let me give you an example. Merong nag-evangelize ng Roman Catholic. Sabi niya, Hoy, yung ano ha, yung dasal niyo kay Mary, mali yan. Holy Mary, Mother of God, mali yan. Eh hindi pa na kontento, binugtungan pa. Pati nga yung Hail Mary niyan, wala yan sa Bible. Eh. eh yung first part na yon ng Hail Mary full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. <laughs> yung part na yon ay nasa Gospel of Luke. Iba nga lang ang sometimes the English translation is different. And it's found in two different places. Pinagdugtong. Pero nandun yon. At hindi pa na kontento yung nag-evangelize. Sabi niya, pati nga yung Our Father, wala sa Bible. Eh. Okay, tamo na. Sa, sa, sa desire mong sabihin mali yung pinaniniwalaan ng isa, mali-mali din yung sinasabi mo. Ay, yung Our Father kaya is the Lord's Prayer na andun yun. Matthew chapter 6. So, aralin natin para tama yung sinasabi natin. That's number one. 
Pero pangalawa, let's not get into a debate. Let's rather get into a, um, a gentle conversation and lead people to Christ. Do not lead people necessarily to your doctrine. Lead people to Jesus. Your doctrine cannot save people. Jesus alone saved it. So, do not reach sila dalhin. And chances are, once they know that you really care for them, concerned for them, pag may problema sila, pwede nila lumapit sa'yo. Pag dadasal mo sila, isharean mo sila. Hindi mo sila pipilitin, hindi mo sila bibigyan ng ultimatum. Pag di mo tinanggap si Jesus ngayong gabi, ayoko na sa'yo. Walang ganunan. Kapag talagang, let your gentleness be evident to all. Sabi nga nila. Pastor, follow-up question po. Yes, Pastor Alex, go ahead. <laughs> Sabi dito, you have said a while ago that basically the Catholic Church has the right doctrine. Mm-hmm. Then if they had it for the longest time, why do we have to evangelize them? If they have, kung oh, nasa kanila naman palagay yung... Uh, Opo, so ano good po question. yun? Why do we evangelize any person? It's possible na they may know the right things. They may know the right things about God and about Jesus. But they don't know it in their hearts. Di ba bata pa tayo, Roman Catholic? Ako. Pag tinanong mo, ba, pag tinanong mo ako, naniniwala ka ba sa Diyos? Ang sagot ko, oo. Tanungin mo ako, naniniwala ka ba kay Jesus? Ang sagot ko, oo naman. Kilala mo ba si Jesus? Pambihira naman, pagpasko, di ba? Birthday, pag Holy Week, namatay, nabuhay ulit. Alam ko yung mga detalye. Kasi, tinuturo naman yung mga detalye na yun. It's in catechism. It's in school. Tinuturo yun. Wala namang paring magsasabi sa yung hindi pinanganak si Jesus at hindi namatay at hindi nabuhay. The essence of the faith is there. Jesus came. The Word became flesh. Jesus died. Jesus rose again. Jesus ascended to heaven. Apostles Creed. I believe in God, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven. Pero lahat yon memorize natin, alam natin sa isip, hindi natin alam sa puso. Evangelism, for me, to a Roman Catholic, is just lighting the, turning on the light and the fire. That's, the seed is already there. Na natabunan ng, sabi ko nga, yung talahin. Once the light shines and the seed is, you know, is birth. Sila mismo, like your experience and mine, di ba yun naman ang experience nating lahat? Unti-unti, mapag-iisip-isip natin, mapagmumuni-muni natin at magtatanong tayo, bakit ganon? Bakit ganyan? And then we begin to grow in our salvation. Okay? Minsan kasi, ini-expect natin yung iba na agad-agad, eh ikaw nga hindi ka naman ganun eh. Tanawin ko nga kayo, kailan ka ba tumanggap sa Panginoon? First time mong narinig, naniwala ka agad? Or malamang sa hindi, matagal din? Diba? Aminin natin, how many times na in-invite ka bago ka sumama? How many times kang sinyeran bago mo tinanggap? So, bakit, bakit kaya ngayon napaka-impatient natin sa kanila? At doon tayo galing at nung tayo nandun, ang tagal din natin bago, alam mo yon. So, let's give them the kind of grace that was given to us by those who was evangelizing us before. My, when my sister was evangelizing me, 
took her over a year. Tagal niyang pinagdasal ako. Tagal niya ako sinasyeran. Tagal ko siya pinapersecute. Okay? Tagal ko siyang ini-snap. Tagal-tagal. Pero ang hindi ko na-realize, ang dami na palang nagpa-plant ng seeds sa akin. So, if you ask me, how do you evangelize a Roman Catholic? Plant seeds of faith. Plant, 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 plant. Plant ka lang ng plant. And every now and then, diligan mo. At the right time, and only God knows the time, uusbong yung seed. Pero nasa Diyos yun. Huwag nating madaliin yung proseso at huwag tayong maging so impatient na ano ba? Bukas pag dumating si Lord at hindi ka pa tumangga, pupunta ka talaga ng impyerno. Pag it shows that we are evangelizing from the flesh instead of from the spirit. Kailangan from the spirit. So hinahinay lang mga kapatid. Ang gusto natin naman din naman maligtas sila, di ba? Eh kung ang Diyos nga, patient eh. God is patient, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to have everlasting life. Kung ang Diyos patient, matuto na rin tayo. Patient din. Sige lang. If it takes me, uh, George Mueller, I'm trying to remember na, one of the great people in the 1800s, dami niyang uh, nasave sa kanyang evangelize. Sabi niya, meron Di ba minsan kung sino pa yung pinaka-close sa'yo, yun ang pinaka-mahirap. Ano? Would you agree, minsan? Kung sino pa yung pinaka-close sa'yo, sino ang pinaka-mahirap? Kaya mong evangelize yung iba, pero yung sarili mong <laughs> kamag-anak, kaibigan, minsan ang hirap. So sabi niya, he had three friends. 50 years niyang ipinagdasal kaya yung tatlo niyang kaibigan. Ang dami niya na evangelize. Yung tatlo ayaw. Nagkasakit siya. On his deathbed, mamamatay na siya. Yung dalawa tumanggap sa Panginoon. Nung namatay siya at ililibing na siya during the funeral, yung pangatlo. 50 years. O anong, bakit naman napaka-impatient mo, kapatid? Gano'ng katagal mo na bang ini-evangelize yung kaibigan mo? One year? Two years? Pinamadali mo? Gusto mo ngayon na? Diba? Siya 50 years. Di siya tinigilang mag-pray. So wakat ka tumigil mag-pray. Pray mo lang. It's the Lord naman who will save them, di ba? Alam niyo kung bakit ka nagiging impatient sa totoo lang. Kasi gusto mo yung credit. Yes! Nabunagin si Judith. Yeah, yeah. Sinira ko. Nung si Pastor Alex ang nagsishare kay Judith, hindi tumatanggap eh. Mahilang klaseng evangelist si Pastor Alex. Hindi niya na-convince. Pero ako, isang beses ko lang kinausap si Judith o magkapagal sa Lord, oh. Galing ko. You see how, how very fleshly we are? By the way, hindi ho kwento-kwento yung kwento kong yun, totoo yun. Isang taon kong sineran yung best friend ko sa college. Ayaw tumanggap. Umuwi ng probinsya sa Pampanga. Pagbalik from the summer uh, summer vacation. Pagbalik. Sabi niya, Albert, oh, labor na ako. Sabi ko, saan? Sa Pampanga. Paano nangyari yun? Meron kasing kapitbahay akong pastor. Sineran ako. Tumanggap ako sa Lord. Alam mo, imbis na matuwa ako, nagalit ako. <laughs> Alam mo niya kung ba't ako nagalit? Kasi, parang salesman, isang taong kitang binibentahan, ayaw mo bumili. Umuwi ka ng probinsya, may nagbenta sa'yo the same product, bumili ka. Di ba? So, we are still operating in the flesh. But I've learned over the years, it does not matter kung sino ang nakapag-share at tumanggap part ka nung proseso na nagtanin ng seed, kapatid. So magtanim ka lang ng magtanim. At one day, 
aanihin ni Lord yun. Pagdating ng langit, doon na lang tayo mag- malalaman na kaya pala naligtas yung si Judith dahil may sampu sa atin na nagtanim ng seed sa kanya. Hindi lang isa. Sampu. Kamag-anak, kaibigan, may nabasa siyang track sa bus, may napanood siya sa TV, may narinig siya sa radyo. Alam mo yun? So, wala ni isa sa atin ang makapagsasabi kaya siya tumanggap dal sa akin. Wala. Ang daming taong nagtanim, ang daming taong nagdilig, daming taong nagtry. Amen? So, Pastor yun. Albert, may tanong yes. po ako. Uh, uh, this is a 15-year-old na na, ano, na experience ko when I attended a seminar. Nung dumating yung isang bishop, it's a PC, galing po ng PCEC. Ngayon ko lang po ito tatanungin actually. <laughs> At uh, dahil nandyan naman kayo. Sabi niya, mayroong, uh, sabi niya, sa impyerno may uh, may Catholic, may, may Iglesia ni Cristo, may, lahat ng religion sinabi niya. And then yung sinunod niyang sinabi, sabi niyang ganun, meron ding, meron ding sa langit ang Iglesia ni Cristo, meron din ang mga mga other religions kagaya din nung sinabi niya. Ngayon, na, napaisip po ako kasi nga regarding po sa sinabi niyo na ano yung para bang parang ang hirap tanggapin na, na pa, bakit ganun sinasabi niya yan. So, meron po bang ano parang kasi religious yung ano niya, yung topic niya. I don't know kung pero ngayon ko lang po tatanungin yon na meron Siguro, po. Siguro um, yeah, maybe next week I can deal with that more kasi I'll talk about universalism. Yeah, the idea na it does not really matter because in the end lahat naman tayo maliligtas. So, maybe next week I can deal with that more. One thing I want to add lang is that I don't believe that na it does not matter what you believe. I do believe it does matter what you believe. It matters that you believe the right things. But I also would Amen. in some way say na since hindi naman natin alam exactly lahat ng bagay pangyayari sa isang buhay ng isang tao, hindi natin alam how at the end of his life, how he responded to the Lord. Parang yung magdanakaw doon sa tree, diba? ay magdanakaw sa cross. Alay natin at the end of his life, something happened to him. You know? So all of his life, he was a Muslim. All of his life, he was a lesson of Christ. All of his life, he was whatever. And yun ang pagkakakilala mo doon sa tao na yun. But at the end of his life, something happened. And right before he died, Because, and ang tanong, paano siya nagkaroon ng awareness about Christ? Because someone planted the seed. So, kailangan talagang may seed. Eh. See? Saan huhugutin yung seed kung walang nagtanim? Maybe yung seed na nagtanim ngayon was 50 years ago pa. Nung teenager pa lang yung mama, for example. And then, lumaking Ilesya ni Cristo, lumaking Muslim, lumaking whatever. Pero nung 15 years old siya, may nagtanim ng seed sa kanya na ganun. Now he is 70 years old. Nag-cancer. Alam mo yun? So, biglang all of a sudden nagkaroon siya ng awareness na I need God. At merong nag-share sa kanya at the deathbed. And nag-spark yung 15 years old siya nung una niyang narinig yun. But nobody else bothered to evangelize him again because basically they said, wala, you're going to hell. So nobody bothered to evangelize him again. Until he had cancer. At dun sa cancer, may, may lumapit doon at nag-share sa kanya at that moment. So that's what I mean na 
God alone knows the circumstances of the heart of every human being. Meron naman tao diyan nasa church mo palagi every week, di ba? Malay mo. <laughs> Totoo ba 'yon? Alam alam mo bang nangyayari sa loob mo? No, you cannot. So, so ang sa atin is that we just continue to share, continue to evangelize, continue to preach the gospel and continue to instruct our disciples, our our congregation. Ganito ang tamang uh, turo tungkol sa bagay na to, bagay na to, bagay na to. So, we have to constantly do that. To impact, but the point, the reason why we disciple our members is hindi para sila maging orogante, nasabihin nilang kami lang ang tama, lahat kayo mali. Is for them to have a heart to reach out to people and share the gospel. Yun lang. Para magkaroon tayo ng heart uh, to share dahil kailangan yun. You know? uh, uh, maybe one more example and then I'll end. During the, uh, di ba naikwento ko na yung Si Sister Yamin before our member, that yung father niya was very intellectual, very, ano, na nagre-resist pati kay Pastor Sam Sade, nakikipag-debate siya eh. Imagine mo, if you can debate Pastor Sam Sade about the Bible, <laughs> grabe ka na lang. Ibang class, ibang level mo. Pero ganun siya, kasi nga intellectual siya eh. And then sakit, and then he asked for me, so we went there, we shared with him. Sabi niya, Tuwing daw mananaginip siya si San Pedro daw, hinaharangan ng paa yung pintuan ng langit, di siya makapasok. So after he received Christ, sabi ko, uh, uh, Tatay, mamayang gabi, pag nanaginip ulit kayong ganun, sabihan mo na si San Pedro, Hoy, tumabi ka na dyan, ready na akong pumasok dahil uh, I believe in Jesus as my Savior and Lord. So anyway, sasamatay siya. So during the, ano, because primarily Roman Catholic pa rin yung family, except si Stariano. So, it was a Catholic Mass. Doon sa funeral ano. So nandoon kami. And then yung pare ang nagsasalita. So halos 30 minutes niyang pinuri itong namatay. Na napakabait na tao, napaka-generous, napakagaling, napakatalino. Lahat na ng pwede mong ipuri, pinuri niya yung namatay. Ang kaso ang ending ganito. At hindi natin alam kung nasa siya ngayon. So medyo napahak, you know. After mong kurihin ng ganun, ibig sabihin, kung if it is salvation by works, garantisado na to dahil after mong kurihin eh. Surely, if there is anyone in heaven because napakabait, napakagaling, napakagenerous, napaka, napaka na ng lahat, surely ito na yun dahil pare na mismo yung nagpuri, isa kanya eh. No? Pero hindi natin alam kung nasa siya ngayon. Ay, hindi natin alam kung nando sa taas, nasa baba, nasa gitna. Nasa... Okay. You know? Kaya kaya kayo tapos tinuro yung mga naiwan ano mga anak mga apo kaya kayo ha kayo lahat pagdadasal niyo palagi ang inyong tatay o inyong lolo kasi pag tumigil kayo sa pagdadasal para sa kanya baka mamaya hindi makaakyat yan So I was so grieved about how paano nga ano sasabihin ko after this you know eh official masyon so hindi ako kumbaga So after nun natapos na, so si Sister Yamin was so burdened. Sabi niya, tinitingnan niya yung mga kamag-anak niyang ganun. Nagpak din yung mga mukha nila kasi iniisip nila, ala ka, si tatay or si lolo, after ng buhay niyang 80 years na siyang lahat ng tama ginawa niya, wala siyang, alam mo yun, wala siyang ginawa ng mali, ganyan-ganyan. Hindi pa pala sapat yung kulang pa, kulang pa, kulang pa rin. Dadasalan mo pa rin ngayon pag dadasal mo. 
Sabi niya, Pastor Albert, please say something. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, nandun naman si Sister Barbara at si Sister Joy. Sabi ko, kanta muna tayo ng isang kanta para lang medyo, alam mo yun, uh, maano yung environment kasi medyo iba yung bagsak yung ano eh. Yung environment eh. Yung spirit ba parang... Sir Albert, if I may ask po. Yeah. Yung yeah. last question kasi pinalo up sa akin. Ah. Uh, uh, siguro if this will be the last question. Ang tanong po ay... Pero tapusin ko muna uh, pa sa Alex. Tapusin ah, sige po. Please. Go ahead pa sa... So, ganun. And then, so when I went up, that's when I told the story na ginalo namin siya, yung kwento niya about St. Peter, ganun-ganun. And then that's when I started preaching the gospel about, you know, whoever we are, all of us are sinners here, but all of us can find salvation in Jesus Christ. At si, si tatay, yun ang ginawa niya at the end of his life. And then sabi ko sa kanila, hindi nyo naman kailangan intayin, umabot kayo at the end of your life. So right now, karamihan sa inyo, mga bata pa, karamihan sa inyo at the prime of your life, even now, you can receive this free gift of salvation. So, that's what I mean. Uh, but I did not say anything against the priest. It's not my role na sabihin siya sa harap ng lahat ng tao, oy, mali yung narinig niyo. No. I just presented the gospel. So, whenever you have the opportunity, you don't have to say what is wrong about the other. You just have to preach the gospel. And as you preach it, trust that the Holy Spirit will bring conviction. Yeah, Pastor Alex, again, last question. Opo. Uh, sabi niya, uh, kung nasabi niyo po kanina na right doctrine produces right practice, uh, can we say that uh, a person who is practicing Christian practices, Christian, Ah, okay, good. Good question. Uh, right doctrine should produce right practice. It does not always happen that way because there are people who believe the right things but do not behave the right way. Okay? And that's why we have to constantly disciple people. Tama naman yung paniniwala na nila eh, pero mali pa rin yung pamumuhay. So, mga Christians, I mean, think about Ravi Zacarias. My goodness. Siya pa nga yung nagtuturo. Di ba? Right doctrine ba yun? Yes. Siya pa nga ang nagpapaliwanag eh. Right li ba yun that you have the right doctrine and have the wrong life? Yes. Because if you allow sin to occupy your heart, yung lihis mo konti, eventually gaganong ka na rin. Malayo. But that does not, does it necessarily mean na kung tama yung ginagawa, tama yun din yung paniniwala. Not necessarily. May mga taong mababait, matitino, etc. But it comes more from a moral standpoint than from a spiritual standpoint. Kailangan pa rin, di ba, Nicodemus did all the right things. Would you agree? Nicodemus was a righteous teacher and a, you know, by all accounts, matinong tao. In fact, was a leader of the Sanhedrin, teacher of the law. Ano sabi sa kanya ni Jesus? Unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So, yung taong matino na yon kailangan pa rin. So, ultimately, each one of us, regardless of our stand in many different things, we need Christ as our Savior and Lord. So, yun lang po mga kapatid. So, Alex, uh, ending na po tayo. <clears throat> our next meeting, two, two weeks pa. Two weeks, April 
Yes, po. 24. 24. Yes. Tama po, Pastor. Amen. Palapakan naman natin, mga kapatid, ang ating pong uh, tagapagturo ngayon na nagagandang hour. Pastor Albert. Yep. Wow, busog na busog tayo, mga kapatid. Uh, super loaded ang ating umaga ngayon, mga kapatid. And uh, first of all, gusto natin magpasalamat, Pastor. Marami pong salamat muli hanggang sa susunod na session o kabanata ng ating pong uh, church history. Uh, Paalalang muli mga kapatid sa bawat isa sa atin, ang inyo pong mga papers ay patuloy nyo pong gawin hanggang uh, meron po tayong uh, panahon para nang sa ganon kayo po ay uh, patuloy na makapag, uh, maging mas maluwag sa paggawa ng mga darating pa nating mga subjects. At again, maraming salamat po sa lahat sa inyo pong uh, patuloy na pagtsatsaga sa panahon na ganito ang sitwasyon ay naririto pa rin kayo para mag-aral. We are truly appreciative of your time, your effort, mga kapatid. At nawa, ang amin pong uh, pinakamagandang pasasalamat ay yung naitatranslate nyo po ito sa inyo pong mga kanya-kanyang ministeryo. Maraming pong nabibiyaan dahil may mga katulad ninyo na handang mag-aral, matuto at lumago. At ito po ay patuloy na nagiging refleksyon ng pagtuturo ninyo at marami pang ibang bagay na nakikita sa inyo pong mga ministeryo. Salamat ng maraming maraming mga kapatid pagpalain pa nawa kayo ng Panginoon. And so, uh, with that, tayo po ay magtatapos na sa ating pong uh, session ngayong araw. At uh, see you two weeks from now mga kapatid. Tayo pong lahat ay yumuko at tayo po ay mananalangin. Panginoong maraming maraming pong salamat aming Ama sa napakagandang umaga ng pagtuturo at kaalaman na muli, Panginoon, ay ginamit niyo po si Pastor Albert sa aming kalagitnaan. Salamat po una sa kanyang buhay at sa mga bagay na amin pong natutunan ngayong umaga. Nalangin namin o Diyos, uh, kayo ang magpalago nito sa aming mga puso't isipan at sa pamamagitan nito, Panginoon, ay maging uh, kapamaraanan ng paglago namin, ng mga nasasakupan namin at ng mga taong hindi pa po nakakakilala sa inyo para sa kanilang kaligtasan. Nalangin po namin o Diyos na nawa ay patuloy niyo pong gamitin ang bawat isa sa amin sa pamamagitan ng mga kalunungan na amin pong natututunan. At nalangin namin higit sa lahat, Panginoon, na magdulot po ito ng kapurihan sa inyong pangalan. Nalangin namin, Panginoon, ang patuloy niyo pong paggabay at pag-iingat sa bawat isa sa amin sa kalagitnaan ng lalong paglagana po ng COVID, Panginoon, ang dalangin namin ay ang kalakasan ng katawan proteksyon sa sakit, Panginoon, at magawa namin ng walang hindrance na kung ano paman ang ministeryong ipinagkaloob nyo sa amin na hindi po kami mapigilan ng pagkilos, Panginoon, uh, na makaabot kami, Panginoon, sa mga taong dapat naming naabot sa pamamagitan, Panginoon, ng mga naatututunan namin. Lord, ipinagkakatiwala namin ang lahat ng ito sa inyo. Patuloy pa rin namin itinataas po ang aming pong national overseer at ang kanyang pamilya, Panginoon, sa kanila pong patuloy na pag-recover uh, sa sakit po na ng COVID. At lahat ng ito, Panginoon, itinataas po namin sa inyo. Uh, nawa, Panginoon, uh, sa muli na yung pagkikita, maayos po ang bawat isa sa amin. Ito pong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, mga kapatid. Thank you, Pastor Ray. po kayo, Pastor Ray. Thank you so much, Pastor Ray. Thank you pong lahat. Blessings, mga kapatid. At pag-ingat po, mag-ingat. Laging sumunod sa mga pamantayan at protocols ng ating pong mga local government units para sa ating pong kapakanan ng lahat ng yan.
God bless you mga kapatid. God bless everyone. Teka, pic- pic- picture taking muna. Lay, can you uh, oh, ba- ba- paki- turn on mo ang mga videos? Opo, yan. Oh. Pakita muna ang masasayang ngiti mga kapatid. Picture-picture muna. One, two, three, smile. Isa pa po. One, two, three, smile. Okay, dokey. See you in two weeks, mga kapatid. Mag-ingat po palagi. God bless you. Thank you po, Pastor Albert. Welcome. You, Pastor. Welcome. Uh, God bless you. Pastor. God bless you. Yes. 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 Salamat po. Yes. God bless, mga kapatid. Mag-ingat palagi. God bless, Rax. Lay, thank you so much. Thank you. Ingat po tayong lahat. Ingat ng pat- patuloy. Yes po. Ah, mag-ahit ka na sa Saging po tayo. Bye. 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 Bye.